Welcome to Inside Your County Government. I'm your host and community engagement coordinator, Doria Fleischer. We're back with another episode for you to meet the departments that make up Charles County Government. We have a really special one here today. Michelle Lilly is the director of our Department of Emergency Services. And Michelle, all of our departments do such great work and are so important. I do think, though, that there is something to be said for the work that you guys do that literally keeps our community alive. So thank you for being here and thank you for keeping Charles County safe and healthy and alive. Well, thank you very much. Glad to be here. I appreciate um, it. And as you know, our mission statement is answering the call, saving lives. I so. love it. It fits well. It's an important one to have. Absolutely. So for the Meet the Department series, what we do is just take a, a big picture look at what our departments are doing every day. And I find that it's really hard not to go into kind of deep into the weeds of the, the big work. We can always do another episode if there's detailed things you want to talk about. But today I'm hoping you'll just give us kind of an overview of the great work that you guys do. So can you start by telling us how you got to be the director of emergency services? What's kind of either your origin story or your why? What got you here? So um, I was selected for the director in 2020, just before the pandemic started. So that was lots of fun. I can only imagine where it was like, <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> so prior to that, I was the deputy director of emergency services, and I came to that position as the chief of emergency management. And that's really where my roots are, mm -hmm. is in emergency management, uh, which is basically emergency preparedness, planning, mitigation for uh, large scale disasters and how you would organize a massive response to that. Yeah. The stuff that if some of us thought about too much would, you know, give us nightmares is the stuff that we pay you to think about every day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We try to plan for everything. It's an and all hazards approach. You are an emergency services family. Yes. This is your personal life and your professional yes, life. Yes. Yeah. Never a dull moment. <laughs> Never a dull moment. <laughs> well, thank you for serving us in all of those capacities. All right. So Department of Emergency Services is broken into divisions. Yes. Yes. Tell us about those divisions, please. So we really have five divisions, um, animal care and control, uh, public safety communications, emergency medical services, which also has SOD, which is spe Special Operations Division. We have the False Alarm Reduction Unit and Emergency Management. Okay. And what do each of those do? Give us just a broad overview, please. So Animal Care and Control has five animal control officers, and they provide field services for animal control. And that also includes the Animal Care Center, which is the uh, previously known as the Tri-County Animal Shelter in Hughesville. Um, we renamed it to the Animal Care Center. Um, in public safety communications, that's where we answer 911 and dispatch police and fire and EMS. Um, there's also a subdivision in that where we manage the public safety radio system, um, and we also manage all of the mobile data terminals in fire and EMS um, apparatus in the field. So I'm going to break that down into language. So that means that when I, a community member, calls 911, the call goes to you. You have to figure out what to do. And then that call has to go to the person responding to the call and their vehicle to tell them where to go, what to do, how to do it. Yes. It's a lot of different components. Absolutely. And how many 911 calls a year? So last have? year we had roughly 88,000 <sighs> 911 calls that yeah. we responded to and routed to the appropriate emergency responder. And we're not talking just like a Doria calls 911, Doria gets one ambulance. It could be Doria calls 911 and this ambulance, this fire truck, this supervisor. I mean, it's a hugely coordinated response. Yeah. Yes. 
So you could get multiple things to a single 911 call. And, you know, when people call 911, they think that we're waiting until we get to the end of the conversation before Mm. we send emergency response. And that's not the case. Usually when you call 911, we're actively working on figuring out what we need to send. And we're sending it almost as soon as we get the first few answers out of you. Mm. We're just getting additional information as the emergency responders are in route. Gotcha. So it keeps the process moving. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. What's your next division? Uh, So we have EMS. uh, That includes the Special Operations Division. And we have 10 career EMS units in the field that are staffed 24-7. We run out of non-volunteer stations in the county. Um, And when you say EMS, stands for? uh, Emergency Medical Services. Awesome. And we're talking EMTs, so emergency medical technicians and paramedics, correct? correct? Yes. Okay. And how do you determine who goes where and who does what? So typically we have one paramedic and one EMT on each ambulance. In the last fiscal year, we were able to add a uh, basic life support ambulance, which means that there'll be two EMTs on that ambulance. So those 88,000 calls means we have to have more people to respond to them. Yeah, that you guys are constantly growing? Yes. Okay. Constantly growing, especially in the Waldorf area where we experience the most um, highest call volume in the county, which, you know, is our most urbanized area in the county. So you would expect that to have the highest call volume. And just keeps growing and growing. Absolutely. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. And one more division, right? Um, Yes, we have the false alarm reduction unit. Um, So that one is responsible for helping the sheriff's office uh, with reducing false alarms uh, so that we're not sending resources to calls that don't don't need an emergency response. Gotcha. Um, they're also responsible for coordinating all of our emergency medical services billing. Um, so we have two people that go through that process and manage both of those two functions for us. Awesome. Thank you. And I forgot, we do have one more. We have emergency management, right? Yes. I apologize. I cut you off that's too okay. soon. <laughs> we also have emergency management, and that's where we work towards getting an emergency operations plan together for the entire county. So it coordinates all of our resources during an emergency to make sure that we're able to respond effectively, no matter what is um, affecting us at the time. Gotcha. Whether that's a hurricane or whether that's, you know, um, a heat event, no matter what it is. And sometimes it all happens at once, right? Like yes. we're the... <laughs> Where this leads to this leads Mm -hmm. to this. All right. And I want to circle back to Animal Care Center for just a minute because I had the opportunity to do a tour of the Animal Care Center Mm -hmm. a month or so ago with one of our recreation camps. Right. And I just want to say that you have a lot of really spectacular animals in that shelter. It was a <laughs> pleasure pleasure to see them. And uh, it was hard not to take anybody home with me when I left. <laughs> well, see, here's the problem. I've taken quite a few of them home with me. And I have uh, probably too many, more than I should have. Because whenever I go down there, I always want to take one home. It's really so. hard not to. You guys had an orange cat in the cat room. So first of all, the fact that you have a cat room is really fun because I got to walk in and just kind of be surrounded by cats. But the orange cat had a lion haircut. And I kept thinking like, this is what's missing from my life, (laughs) having an orange cat that looks like a lion. But I refrained and I'm hoping he, through the the hard work of your staff, got a wonderful home. So, (laughs) but thank you for for all of those different aspects of work. So, you know, you can always go onto our website and take a look at the cat cam uh, because we have the live feed and you can always see what they're uh, up to. I did not realize that. I'll have to look into that. So I love that in Charles County, you can have the Eagle Cam through our Parks Division right. and watch the Eagles or the Cat Cam right. through Department of Earth. Anything you want to see, we're giving you a, a live look for. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, Michelle, I feel like sometimes the work that you guys do is so nonstop and the work that you guys do is so not having a chance to kind of breathe and regroup. It must be hard sometimes to look back at 
kind of the accomplishments and, and, and what have we really done? You've been here since 2020. What mm -hmm. are the things that you're most proud of changing as a director since you've been here? What are the things that you kind of hold up as you're in three years? This is what I'm so proud to say we've done. So I can say that when we went through our COVID response, that was really probably the um, longest response I've ever yeah. had to manage in my entire career. And I'd say a lot of emergency managers would probably say the same thing. Um, we spent multiple um, months, days, uh, in fact, years working out of our emergency operations center trying to manage that crisis. Right. And it wasn't just um, managing the crisis for the public. We were also trying to mitigate it for our employees because our employees were the frontline responders to a COVID response, right. um, being an EMS. So, you know, we had to work through a lot of operating protocols to make sure that they were safe um, and had the ability to continue responding to the public. Um, so that was, you know, a really big accomplishment for us to get through that entire response that took right. so long. Um, and I can also say that over the last year, um, our communication center was selected as the MEMS EMS program of the year for implementing their Recitation Quality in Improvement Program. It's so RQI. many acronyms. All right, so wait a minute. <laughs> MIMS is State of Maryland. So MIMS yeah. is the State of Maryland's emergency medical system. Right. And they named you guys the, the number one. Yes. Awesome. For your ability to perform really amazing CPR to save someone's life. Yeah? Yes. Okay. And so it was, it was kind of interesting because they selected a communication center mm -hmm. um, as their number one EMS program for the year. Um, and that was because they had implemented this new program that works on making sure that our dispatchers get upgraded training for CPR um, much more frequently than a normal requirement for CPR recertification. Um, and then they also grade them on their ability to describe it and recognize it through the phone. Which is amazing because it's hard enough, I would imagine, to have to give CPR and yet then you add in the component of, I need to tell you, the loved one who's there, watching your, your family member, your loved one have an emergency. So this is literally your communication staff being yes. able to say, I want you to put your hands here. I want you to do this. And it's keeping people alive. Yes. Oh. And from what they're telling me, we're recognizing it 96% faster than we have in prior years. And it's really making a difference um, because we're seeing much better rates of people um, making it out of the hospital alive. I mean, that's a statistic that is so important. Yes. That is, we need that. So thank you for that work and congratulations on the award. Thank you. All right. So the hard stuff, what's the stuff that keeps you awake at night? What's the stuff that is a constant bang your head against the wall thinking, we have to get this <laughs> fixed. I need more. What What's going on in Department of Emergency Services that is just a real challenge or a roadblock for you? Well, you talked about our growing community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how our community is growing, but not necessarily our ability to to keep having providers to serve. Is that accurate? Um, yes, we we experienced an exceptionally high call volume for our EMS providers, especially in that Waldorf area. Mm -hmm. um, and if you had seen our budget presentation that we um, presented the state of emergency services last year to the commissioners, and we were asking for a significant amount of responders to be able to uh, continue meeting our mission, which is answering the call saving lives. Um, so it's been a real struggle to be able to answer for that call volume with the current number of providers that we have. Um, so we will continue to request additional staffing so that we're able to, um, you know, meet the basic um, 
requirements for risk call response. Right. That if our community grows, so do our number of responders. Yeah. yeah. And we've heard from other departments that recruitment is always a challenge. Is that true for you also, that that finding people willing to do this work? Yes, absolutely. Um, so, you know, we've got a couple of uh, things that we would like to do for additional recruitment and retention um, into awesome. the future. Um, so, you know, be on the lookout those for those in the future. Yeah. Um, but right now, you know, I've really can't uh, say what we know that's hidden. but I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad there's on. stuff coming up because huh? I do think you're you're asking people to what's the expression that we use sometimes to to run into the emergency when everybody else is running out and I would imagine that that's a hard thing to staff so we've got to figure out how we can get the best of the best working here in Charles County to do that I think the real problem for us for recruiting is that people have to come to us with a certification before mm. we're able to hire them um, so especially that's true in our emergency medical services division. Mm -hmm. uh, so we would like to, you know, create opportunities for people to be able to get those certifications. Um, I think that's and wonderful. that's something that we're working on growing. Beautiful. Well, I hope it I hope it works out as quickly as possible so that we can continue to build staff and have like you keep saying that answering the call and saving lives. We mm -hmm. need the humans to do that. So brilliant. Michelle, what if somebody is wanting to get more engaged with Department of Emergency Services, either be able to follow you more or know how they can support you? What what are the things you'd like our community to know about how they can be a bigger part of Department of Emergency Services? So we currently have a pretty good following on our Facebook page uh, for emergency services. Um, we put all of our announcements out there uh, pretty much the same as county government does, especially when ha we have large events like hurricanes or heat waves and uh, cold snaps, things like that. Um, you can also follow the Animal Care Center Facebook page, which is a really it's very great dangerous. One I don't know. A lot of nice <laughs> pictures out there of all the animals that we have available for adoption. Yep. <laughs> uh, and you know we're we're approaching uh, Emergency Preparedness Month, um, and we do offer that our emergency management specialists go out and provide emergency preparedness talks to the public. So all you have to do is request it either through our Facebook page or you can just shoot an email to us. It's ema at charlescountymd.gov, um, and we'll get that scheduled for you. Wonderful. Michelle, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. I know it's um, always a big ask that you that you come away from your everyday tasks to do this, but I so appreciate you you being here and filling us in on all the great stuff that's happening in the Department of Emergency Services. Sure. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in. Remember that if you want to know about our other departments, you can always look back at other episodes to hear what's going on. And we'll have more episodes about our departments coming each month. Thanks so much. Take care. Stay safe and stay engaged. For more information on Charles County government, visit our website, www.charlescountymd.gov. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and subscribe to the county's e-news. Also, don't forget to sign up for our text and email alerts through the Citizen Notification System. You can watch CCG TV on Comcast Channel 95 or Verizon Fios 10, and we're streaming on Apple TV and Roku devices. Just search Charles County government. You can also subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts by searching Charles County Government. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, 